now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with my fellow Your Story travel guides, Betsy and Miranda. We hope and pray that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 623, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. Simply go to yourstorytravel.com, click on the agents list, and then you can choose Vicki, Miranda, or Betsy, that's me, to help you plan your magical vacation. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. Contact us today for a free quote. So today we continue our series of Walt Disney World Resort Reviews. We hope that you are finding these reviews helpful for making lodging decisions for your upcoming Walt Disney World stay. We understand that when you choose to stay on property, the process for choosing a resort can be very overwhelming. We hope this series has helped cut through some of that confusion and brought some clarity to the choice that might be right for you. In last week's installment, we talked about Wilderness Lodge. That one is a deluxe resort, and the one we're reviewing today is a deluxe resort. Vicki, go ahead with the big reveal for today's show. So for installment number six, we decided that we are going to be talking about the Yacht Club. We plan to hit some of the main highlights and address some burning questions that you might have and hopefully provide some insight into the resort as well. We'll be chiming in along the way with our own perspectives, experiences, and recommendations. So Betsy, why don't you go ahead and introduce the Yacht Club to us? All right. First, let's do an interview and talk about the theming of the resort. The Yacht Club is a five-story, 630-room resort themed after seaside New England hotels of the late 1800s. It has a stately nautical look and feel with hardwood floors and brass accents to enhance the ambiance. It's slightly larger than its sister resort, the Beach Club right next door, and is very elegant with a plush lobby. So Miranda, what are some of the main reasons someone might want to stay at the Yacht Club? Three words, location, location, location. It's one of the most convenient located resorts on Disney property. The Yacht Club is within walking distance of two parks, Epcot and Hollywood Studios, as well as three resorts, the Beach Club, as we mentioned, Boardwalk Inn and the Swan and Dolphin. If you don't feel like walking, you can choose a short boat ride to any of these places instead. Being so close to both parks and other resorts provides extensive dining and entertainment options. If you like fine dining, you're in the center of it. Plus, you're just a few minutes away from the international flavor of Epcot's World Showcase. If you like to swim, one of the best hotel pools, Stormalong Bay, is right under your nose. So Vicki and Betsy, the next topic for discussion is transportation. Can you walk us through how we get from the Yacht Club to the parks and other destinations? So from the Yacht Club to get to Epcot, you can do a couple things. You can easily reach it on foot by a short 10 minute walk along the waterway leading to Epcot's International Gateway. If walking's not for you, there is a boat to ferry guests from all the Epcot resorts, Swan Dolphin, Boardwalk, Yacht Club, and Beach Club to the International Gateway at the backside of the park, which was until recently, kind of a little secret that not a lot of people knew about until they put the Skyliner there. The walk is faster, but it is a bit more scenic if you take the boat. Then from the Yacht Club to Disney's Hollywood Studios, you have three options. You can take the leisurely 15 to 20 minute one mile stroll 
if you're wanting to warm up for your day in the park of going traveling around the park. You could also take the friendship boat that goes to Epcot that we just talked about. You could take the Disney Skyliner at the International Gateway. You'll need to transfer to Disney's Hollywood Studios at the Caribbean Beach Hub, which if that's early in the morning, I'm not sure that I recommend that one, but it is a choice. And then from the Yacht Club to Magic Kingdom, the only option at this point would be to take the bus or you could take an Uber if you wanted to. So when the other monorail is open, you could walk to the front of Epcot and then get on the monorail. Would that be the option to get to Magic Kingdom? You could. That would be a little bit more of a walk because the front of it is not as close as the back is to the Yacht Club. Does that make any sense? Right. And I almost think, I'm not sure there is a way to get to the front that Brad and I were discussing this last night. Um, I think you have to go through Epcot to get to the front of the park. Yes, you would. And if then it wouldn't work if you had a hopper ticket, you wouldn't be able to do that. Well, if, if you had a, if you have a park hopper, you could, but if you don't have a park right, hopper, you then you that wouldn't work. Yeah, you'll mess yourself up. So just take up. the bus to Magic Kingdom, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta try all the different kinds of transportation. That's our goal every time. Oh, sure. So if you're trying to get to Animal Kingdom, that can only be reached by bus. Animal Kingdom is kind of way out there. So pretty much you have to take a bus to Animal Kingdom, period, wherever you're coming from. Right. Um, so if you'd like to go from the Yacht Club to Typhoon Lagoon, Blizzard Beach, or Disney Springs, um, you can take a bus that will take you directly from the hotel to these locations. But they also pick up from the Beach Club and Boardwalk Inn. The Yacht Club is the last stop, and then you should go directly to those places. Travel times vary, but many of these attractions are relatively close to the Yacht Club, so you never have to wait too long. There's times where these buses could stop at Boardwalk and Swan and Dolphin on the way, but they should go directly um, to your destination. Let's say you are trying to get to Disney's Boardwalk. Well, the Boardwalk faces the Yacht and Beach Clubs on the opposite side of Crescent Lake. There are two foot bridges, one in the direction of the Swan and Dolphin Hotels and one in the direction of Epcot, allowing you to walk to this entertainment complex and hotel which it's super fun to walk around on the boardwalk there, right? Yes. What are some things you've done on the boardwalk, Vicki? So we did the, the, I can't remember what those bikes are called, but we did those bikes. And definitely if you do the bikes, make sure you have four people that can reach the pedals because it's always helpful. Otherwise you're doing all the pedaling. We did, we saw a mime, we saw a magician. Right, so they have street performers there. And then there's, um, shops there and the bakery and restaurants yes and uh, we just went in the also we went in the boardwalk inn just because we wanted to see like miranda said to kind of resort hop and see the different resorts and see what they're like so you can dream and hope that you get to stay there sometime and i'm going there in october okay so if you want to get anywhere else from the yacht club including port wilderness and other resort hotels like if you have other dining reservations you would need to take um a bus to Disney Springs, and then you connect, can connect and get transportation to the, your final destination. But if you're in a hurry, it usually takes only five minutes to get a, a Lyft or an Uber um, to the destination that you're going. So know that if you wanna go to another resort, you have to go to Disney Springs first and then take the bus to that resort. And that, that takes a little bit more time. That's why we always suggest or like if you have a morning reservation is when we really use this a lot or a holiday um we call it uber or lyft because then that allows us to sleep later because they always disney always says to allow an hour and a half to two hours for your reservation where you're going and there was a day we were going to our reservation and we did the whole disney springs thing 
but then a tree had fallen over in the middle of the road, which made them have to do a detour with the buses and it was, yeah. Well, that's a nightmare. Just um, always be prepared and listen to Disney and do the hour and a half to two hours. You, If you get there early, a lot of times they'll get you in. You don't want to be late. Right. <laughs> I am sometimes like so cheap and I'm like, well, I know Disney transportation is free. So I really just want to do it this way, but it does. It takes a long time. It's time consuming. So you have to factor that in. All right, Miranda, now that we've talked about transportation, let's talk about the rooms. What are those like? So most rooms feature two queen-size beds, a table, and chairs, color TV with remote and ceiling fan, double sinks in the dressing area, and a refrigerator. Some rooms have a day bed, and there are also pet-friendly rooms available as well. Most rooms have a balcony that have a table and two chairs. Standard rooms are for all guests, including concierge club. Deluxe rooms are larger and only available at the concierge level. Another nice feature is having the bathtub and toilet separated from the rest of the room. The double sinks are located outside the true quote-unquote bath. In the vanity area, you will find a hairdryer as well as makeup mirrors mounted up on the wall. The Yacht Club does have a club level and club level service rooms. All club level rooms are located on the hotel's fifth floor. There are 71 concierge suites and 20 true suites in a variety of sizes. I don't know about you guys, but the one thing that I really like, and, it, and it's not been at every deluxe resort, but a lot of them, that they have the toilet and the shower separate from the vanity. Because if you're traveling with more than just your spouse or even with, with just your spouse, it's nice for them to be able to go do their thing while you so you don't have to clear the bathroom. So somebody, you know, you can't be at the sink if, if they're all one thing, but these are separated out and I like that. Agreed. I had that at Coronado, the Grand Destino Tower, and I thought that was really cool. And, you know, Disney always is thinking about that because that's how they make their cruise ships, you know? Like, they're always about the separate, all thinking about family. Mm -hmm, for sure. So that's a quick overview of the rooms themselves, but what about the room views and prices? Vicki, what's available and what can someone expect to pay? Well, of course, this is a deluxe one, so this is going to be a little pricier than... <laughs> That's why we started with the deluxe rooms because we'll work our way down and then hopefully somebody can find something that works for them. There are three views available. There's the standard view and those rooms overlook like a garden rooftop or parking area. I'm anxious to hear about this one because I actually have a client going to stay in a standard view room in July. So hopefully we'll have some more. She's going to come on and do a trip report for us. Then garden or woods view. These rooms typically overlook a slightly nicer area like a quiet pool because they do have a quiet pool, by the way, or in... Um, a wedding gazebo, which no one talks about that either as the wedding gazebo that's there because everybody's so excited about the Grand Floridian, I think. Lagoon, the lagoon or pool view, and these rooms have a direct view of Crescent Lake and the boardwalk, and some of them are located just above Stormalong Bay and may be a bit noisy during the day. And we said this on one of the other shows that we were doing. If you have a small child that you're wanting to nap, it's probably not a good idea for you to get a room near the pool because it sounds really fun and cool. If you have an older child that's not going to nap and you're going to be right by the pool, that's perfect. But if you have a child that is a light sleeper, the pool may not always be your best choice. Note also that not all lagoon or pool view rooms offer a direct view of the lake and the boardwalk because many are at right angles to the lake and make it often difficult or impossible to see the boardwalk. The prices of these rooms start at $445 on the low end for a standard view room, but they can go as high as $3,000 plus for a suite. Whew. So you have to, you know, weigh out your options. Definitely, if you're going to stay at this resort, I would encourage, or that's what I encourage my friend to do, is have 
a couple resort days in your visit. They were so excited about some of the recreation that we're going to talk about in a few minutes that um, she was like, yeah, you're right. We probably do need to do that. So also like splurge for a night. So like if you're staying at a cheap hotel and you like just want to sample it for a night. Yes. You know, oh, it's our, you know, 35th anniversary or something. We're going to splurge on the, you know, on the club for one night kind of thing. And you save up to do that. I would agree. And that's another thing that we've tried to say on every podcast is you can and Betsy did this on her last trip when we talked about it on her trip report. You can stay at as many different resorts as you want while you're there on one trip and Disney will move your luggage for you. It's glorious. Glorious. And then that would be a good way for you to have a cheaper price because all the rooms are cheaper during the week. So you could stay at one of these deluxe uh, rooms during the week and then switch to a value or a moderate on the weekend and it would save you a little bit of money. And now it is time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Food, glorious food. Betsy? <laughs> I will take it away. If you're looking for good food while staying at the Yacht Club, there's plenty to choose from. Let's get started. First, we have Ale and Compass. They offer breakfast, lunch, and dinner in a casual nautical atmosphere. I just went there in February for breakfast with my sister, and it was wonderful. I had like a protein bowl. My sister had, I think it was like apple strudel french toast wonderful place really nice and it was nice because we got to explore the resort a little bit and see the beach uh, then they also have the ale and compass lounge attached to the ale and compass which is attached to the ale and compass restaurant and this is a full service cocktail lounge with specialty drinks and light bites the yachtsman's steakhouse is the yacht club's premier restaurant serving tasty cuts of superbly aged beef as well as poultry and seafood selections Note, there is a dress code for this restaurant. The basic rule is no tank tops, swimsuits, cover-ups, hats for men's, cutoffs, torn clothing, or t-shirts with offensive language graphics allowed. So you can still wear jeans, right? From what I can tell from that, yes. I think I saw somebody coming out of there with like a polo and a nice pair of jeans and like, I don't know what men call those now, loafers or, you know what I mean? Like slide shoes, not flip-flops. But that place is not open right now, currently, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, then there's another uh, place. We've got the Prime Rib Sliders at Cruise Cup, and that's located near the Yachtsman Steakhouse. They serve a multitude of beers along with your favorite drinks and wines. Appetizers and finger foods are also available. And lastly, we have, oh, just kidding. We have more than just this. <laughs> we have the market. <laughs> The market at Alien Compass is good for a quick service meal. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and offer a variety of made-to-order sandwiches, salads, and soups. Also, there's a selection of to-go options such as baked goods and pre-packaged sandwiches. Right next door to the Yacht Club in the Beach Club is the Cape May Buffet. And this is a character dining with Goofy and friends for the breakfast or a clam bake dinner buffet is served family style. Now, is that with Goofy and Friends as well, the dinner? No, the um, they don't have the characters at dinner time. Okay, so Cape May Buffet is only character dining in the morning, but that's not open right now. It's opening as not character dining pretty soon. Is that correct? It is opening pretty soon and it has, it will be family style this time. So they will still have some of their seafood, but it won't be the same because obviously that could, they could lose a lot of money that way if they, brought tons of seafood and left it on the table and then people didn't eat it. Do you know what I'm saying? So they will have some other stuff and then they've added some other things to their menu. But we love Kate May Cafe. And I don't, I understand if it doesn't come back as a buffet, but I hope it, they bring back more of their seafood 
later on once it's open for a little while if they don't do the buffet. Do they have crab cakes? Um, sometimes and sometimes that's one of the things that rotates with calamari and clam strips but their food is just so fresh and so delicious um, I know Gina was saying that that would not be a place for her family to go and I say disagree because for those that eat seafood that's great but they also have a carving station and then they have like traditional things that p other people would eat like chicken nuggets and fried chicken and mashed potatoes and gravy and macaroni and cheese so and then there's the whole salad side there must be like normally when it's a buffet 14 different salads so you could definitely find something to eat there I know our friends their daughter said yeah we can go there for my birthday but she didn't like seafood and I was really worried about it but I think she ate fried chicken and mashed potatoes and pizza and I don't know what all so Oh, wow. There's a lot of offerings. Right. It's really, really good. So, so Yacht Club is right next to the Beach Club and they do share some dining. So there's also, also Martha's Vineyard, which is a lounge that's at the Beach Club and they serve appetizers and is open in the evenings. And then the Yacht and Beach Club also share Beaches and Cream, which is open for lunch and dinner and they serve incredible shakes. I think I heard they're like $15 for a shake and uh, malts along with burgers and ice cream selections. And I do know that they used to have an, a walk-up window, but that's closed right now. It is, yes. But that's a place I really want to go check out. I've heard that Me those milkshakes are amazing, and I want to share one. The ambience in Beaches and Cream is just so cute. So you've been there? Mm-hmm. Um, it's adorable. Is it small? Um, gosh, I went when I was, like, small. I'm looking forward. I just think it's, I mean, this Yacht Club, there's so much dining right there. Like, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. yep. As opposed to other resorts, you know? So I think that I would, I think this is a great place to say if you are, like, or, you know, a restauranter or what am I trying to say? A foodie. That's what I meant to say. Uh, they, we also have Hurricane Hannah's, which is poolside at Stormalong Bay. And they have great quick eats such as hot dogs, hamburgers, sausages, and more. And we also have the Beach Club Marketplace, which has quick service foods, including breakfast, some made to order. Ooh, and gelato. In addition to all these restaurants and eateries, room service is also available. If you couldn't, <laughs> if there weren't enough restaurants, uh, 24 hours a day. So now it's time to hit the pool, which apparently is the best on property. What's available, Miranda? Okay, so as we've established, the Yacht Club has one of the best swimming pools. Stormalong Bay is a three-acre water playground shared between the Yacht Club and the Beach Club. It's a great place to have fun or to just relax. Stormalong Bay has many different sections that encompasses its 750,000 gallons of water. There are shallow waiting areas for younger ones, complete with sand bottoms. There are also larger and deeper areas, some with sand, some without. A shipwreck on the shore of Crescent Lake provides the entrance to an exciting water slide for the adventurous folks. There is also a circular area in Stormalong Bay with water jets that create a current. All you have to do is float. The water will move you along. That's up my alley. Yes, me too. <laughs> All around Stormlong Bay are lounge chairs where you can relax and catch some rays. Among other things, you'll find a waterfall and a couple of hot tubs hidden amongst the scenery. Note, however, that life jackets cannot be worn when using the water slide. The water slide includes an enclosed tube and a child with a life jacket could easily get stuck. If your child requires the use of a life jacket, you can request to use the pool and slide at the Boardwalk Inn. There is a quiet pool at the Yacht Club found on the far end of the hotel away from the noise and excitement. The pool is located on the front side of the hotel, farthest from the beach club and closer to Swan and Dolphin. There is also a hot tub in some areas, in the same area as the quiet pool. These facilities are all open 24 hours as long as you're quiet. 
You can also use the quiet pool on the beach club side of things. This pool is located on the back side of the beach club closest to Epcot. You may see this area if you walk the path to Epcot. There is a third pool and hot tub located at the beach club villas. Guests of the yacht club are welcome to use that as well. So Vicki, besides the pool, what other recreation is available at the yacht club? There are activities like water volleyball, campfire sing-alongs, which I think would be so cute. And a lot of the resorts I know have those, at least the deluxe ones. I know the Animal Kingdom talked about it and the Contemporary and Polynesian. So I think most of them must have something to that effect where you can get a yummy s'more. First, you can buy a s'more and make it. Movies Under the Stars, which as far as I know, all of the resorts offer at one time or another. Tennis is available on a lip court with complimentary tennis balls and rackets, which is huge because that's you don't want to weigh down your suitcase with your rackets to bring them to play. Unless, it's, of course, you don't like you're partial to your racket. There's areas for volleyball and croquet uh, um, at the beach club end of the twin hotel complex. And the equipment is available for free of charge from the Ship Shape Health Club. I didn't want to say that too quickly. The Ship Shape Health Club is located between the two things, so they share them, and it is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The membership is free to the Yacht Club Resort guests for the length of their stay. They also have massages and facials available by appointment only. So not all of the um, resorts have gyms, right? This is like one of like the nicer ones. Correct. correct? So if having a gym is important to you, this would be a good place to stay. For sure, yes. There are jogging routes or jogging paths that you can go on and the route maps are available at guest services or from the Ship Shape Health Club if you would like it. The volleyball that's there, I know we touched on a little bit up there, but it's um, at the beach club. I'm looking, I don't want to say the same thing over again. Oh, that was water volleyball. This is sand court volleyball. It's on the beach club side of the complex. The equipment is complimentary again for the beach club and yacht club guests and is available from the Ship Shape Health Club. I think this was a joke of Brad to make me have to say that a hundred times. Um, <laughs> there is also a playground. It is open 24 hours. Okay, do people let their kids stay up 24 hours? I'm just thinking this no, over. No, that's weird because I mean, how would they have anybody monitoring that? That's weird. I don't know. So it's located near Stormalong Bay if you want to play with your kids. Maybe you are having a time change difference or something and you can't, your kids can't handle it. So you can take them outside and let them play on the playground. Bayside Marina is located to the right of the pier and services. Guests from both the yacht and beach club can schedule cruises and fishing excursions that are when they're available. I don't think, I do not think those are back yet. And then Fantasia Gardens is located across from the Swan and Dolphin Hotels, and you can play some mini golf Disney style. Yes, I did that too. It's really cool. My kids loved it. So Betsy, I'm sure there are some other things that we have not talked about yet. You want to wrap this up for us? Of course. I love random facts and different things. Here's a little known fact. Walt Disney World has four hotels that are pet friendly, one of which is Disney's Yacht Club. So never fear, you can bring Fido here. Who knows the other three? Cause I don't. Okay, don't quote me on this. I think that Art of Animation is one. Cause I saw dogs walking around. I think you are right. Really? I think you're and right. I don't remember the third one. I will look it up while you're talking. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, shopping. The Yachts Club's all-purpose store is the market at Allen Compass. This store offers a small but comprehensive collection of clothing, character, merchandise, and sundries. 
And now there's also a convention center, which the Yacht and Beach Club share. And it has 73,000 square feet of meeting and function space that can accommodate both large and small events. So I think Your Story Travel might need to have their con conference down there so we can use the convention center one day. Of course they do. That's exactly what we need to do. There are actually four resorts that allow dogs. Yes, so what are the other three? Disney's Art of Animation, Port of Orleans that's just not open yet, and the cabins at Fort Wilderness. So is it both sides of Port Orleans, Riverside and French Quarter? It just says Riverside. Okay. Interesting. I wonder, I'm sure you have to pay more or deposit or something. I would almost guarantee it. I mean, and that that's only fair. Right. I do think that it's great because I know that there are service dogs now. Did you guys know there were service monkeys and service horses? You can't bring them there. I'm being very serious. That was one of the books my kids read to me today for a test. And uh, people have the like chimpanzee and then have the little ponies. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just looking at this as they have like pet daycare, they have activities, they have an ice cream break for the dogs, a premium bed. Oh my goodness, this is crazy. I would never have guessed this. A grooming salon. Okay, that's a whole nother show right there. <laughs> Some final tips and tricks. Need a new do or just a haircut? Go to Ship Shape Spa and Salon, located between the Yacht Club and Beach Club next to the Health Club. Services offered include hair and nail stuff, massages, and facials. Appointments are strongly recommended. Are you in the romantic mood? Ask for a room overlooking the wedding gazebo, which would be a garden view room. If you're lucky, from your balcony, you'll be able to hear and see a magical Disney wedding take place quite a romantic reminiscent experience that is cool though because until we did this i did not know that the focus seems to be on the grand floridian for weddings you're talking about like on fairy tale weddings yeah <laughs> and so um although we have our own ideas how you can do it you just bring your own minister or we make one of you guys a minister and then you just bring your people and you go stand what are they going to do i stop you i mean i don't think they will no but one of the things i want to touch on before we wrap up for, the, for this episode is that if you've never been at Christmas, the Yacht Club and the Beach Club, since they're connected, have amazing decorations. They all do, but the Yacht Club has this, you know, the Christmas villages that everybody puts out with the trains yeah. running through oh, it. Fun. And then um, the Beach Club has a carousel. The horses are made out of chocolate and gingerbread. Oh my goodness. Oh. It's really cool. You guys know how, you know, it changes over from Halloween to Christmas. Do they kind of put the Christmas then out like in stages or is it all at once? So before the pandemic, they tried to do it like overnight. Like it was a magical, like, you know, the, the fairy godmother went bling. Like <laughs> over all the resorts or are you serious? They did. But I know that um, this Christmas they didn't because... Of the pandemic so I don't know if they'll go back to that because I don't know if they've hired all those people back because there was a whole episode on the travel channel that I watched one time of the hundreds of people that all year are preparing for the next holiday and getting it ready and getting it ready and getting it ready so Christmas definitely I know at Disney World was not as decorative as it nor I mean at Magic Kingdom was not as decorative as it normally is just because you know like they didn't have the life-size gingerbread house at Grand Floridian because they didn't want people being that close together, standing in line, take, or taking pictures or buying food that close. You know, it just wasn't a good idea. And so hopefully those will be some of the things that come back. But definitely if you go in the holidays, 
those, uh, the Yacht Club and the Beach Club are two that you really need to go see the stuff because every year I look at that carousel and I take a new picture like I've never seen one before because it is different because different people made it and, you know, it has little different signature things on it, but it's fun to. So a good place to go look at decorations, Yacht Club for Christmas. Yup. I could sit and watch that train for hours and I'm not even a little boy. I just, mm. Joey love trains and I just think it's fun to watch them go in and out. And then of course their village is all Disney related. So like it has Disney movie themes through their whole Christmas village. So oh, cool. that makes it fun. Well, thank you, Betsy and Miranda for helping us dive deeper into the Yacht Club Resort. It was a lot of fun for us and I hope that you guys had fun too. And I hope that this really will be um, helpful to the listeners in the years and months or the months and years to come because I feel like that we're all learning a little something by doing this. A few fi- final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or if you just want to say hi, that's okay too. We'll let you just drop a note and let us know where you're from and how you're doing. If you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, Go to yourstorytravel.com, click on the agents tab, and then you can choose Vicki, Miranda, or Betsy, that's me. And for just a $200 refundable deposit, you can hold your reservation. So contact us today. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Your Story Travel TikTok account at Your Story Travel, which I was watching today, and it is hilarious. So I I am actually going to start my own TikTok channel because I watch Stephanie and I'm so impressed with her skills. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. She's got some mad Disney skills. Yes. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mouse Kate's podcast. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Bippity boppity boo. Hill's fire. Have a magical day, my friends.